Hey, it's Craig. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Canadian History X early and ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, Craig Baird here. Before I begin today's story, I want to take a moment and ask that you check me out on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash CanadaEHX. There are several tiers with great benefits, from ad-free content to t-shirts and other cool stuff. And I have plenty of wonderful merch in my store, and the link is in my show notes. As well, if you're a fan of Canadian history, make sure you check out all of my shows, from John to Justin, Canadian History X, Canada, A Yearly Journey, and Pucks and Cups, along with Canada's Great War. And don't forget, you can also donate directly to the show at www.canadaehx.com. Just click Donate. It helps keep this show going. Okay, on with the show. Thousands of years after the indigenous people made their way into North America, Europeans began to arrive on the shores of what would one day be Canada, it has been proven that the Vikings were the first to land around 1000 CE in what would one day be Newfoundland and Labrador. Between the landings of Leif Erikson in 1000 CE and the arrival of John Cabot in 1497, were there any European arrivals in North America? While it's generally accepted that there was a period of time with no Europeans coming to North America, there is the legend of Henry Sinclair, the Earl of Orkney. So let's look at who Sinclair was. Sinclair was a Scottish-Norwegian noble born about 1345 as the son of William Sinclair, the Lord of Roslyn, and his wife Isabella. Following his father's death in 1358, he became the Baron of Roslyn. According to the legend around him in his voyage, he travelled to North America about 100 years before the voyages of Christopher Columbus. There are no contemporary accounts from the time of Sinclair to back up his travels across the ocean, but many theories around his voyage came up long after his death, so let's explore those. As with anything like this, take it with a grain of salt, but enjoy the story. The tale of his voyage states that he left Europe in 1398 to travel to Nova Scotia. He outfitted nine galleys, sometimes stated to be 12, with 300 men and departed from his castle to make the journey. After crossing the ocean, he landed on June 30th, 1398 in Guysborough Harbour. For some who believe the legend is fact, it is speculated he even sailed to the Bay of Fundy. According to the legend, he fathered three daughters in Nova Scotia and brought with him iron. As he departed, he told the indigenous he would not return, but he would send others. In 1784, Johann Reinhold Forster identified Sinclair as Prince Jikmi, described in letters by the Zeno brothers of Venice as the person who voyaged through the North Atlantic. The brothers apparently created a map that shows Greenland on the coast of Canada, but these letters on the map are generally considered to be a hoax. 
According to these letters, it stated that Sinclair departed from Iceland and sailed six days to the west, but the winds pushed to the southwest. After four days of sailing, the crew saw land. The crew went ashore and several men ventured into the land to explore it. The letter states, After eight days, the 100 soldiers returned and brought word they had been through the island and up the hill, and that smoke was a natural thing proceeding from a great fire at the bottom of the hill, and there was a spring from which a certain substance like pitch which ran into the sea. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The legend doesn't rely on Forster and what he believed through the Zeno brothers. Supporters of the Sinclair theory state there are stone carvings of American plants on a chapel in Scotland that was built by the grandson of Sinclair and completed in 1486, six years before Columbus. The carvings are stated to be that of sunflowers, corn, and aloe vera. Critics state that the plants are just stylized depictions of European plants. Another aspect of the legend comes from the Native American historian Evan Pritchard, who claims that Glooscap, the spiritual hero of the Mi'kmaq people, is a depiction of the early European explorer believed to be Sinclair. There are Mi'kmaq legends that speak of bearded visitors with red hair and green eyes who showed them how to fish with nets, and some claim that there is evidence of Sinclair. According to the Glooscap legend, Glooscap himself built an island, planted trees on it, and sailed away in his stone canoe. The issue with this legend is it relies on racist stereotypes of Europeans showing the indigenous how to live. The Mi'kmaq lived in the region for centuries and knew how to fish with nets. Diving into another theory, this one states that Sinclair was a Knight Templar and the voyage was sponsored by the Templars. This is highly unlikely since the Templars have been suppressed in Europe for upwards of 50 years by this point. The theory also adds that he was carrying the Holy Grail with him, which he buried in what is now Oak Island. He apparently founded a community in Nova Scotia as a site for refuge for the Templars and the Holy Grail. This then ties in the mysterious remains of New Ross Castle, a ruin of stone walls near the community that has been linked to the Vikings, a refuge built for an English king around 1600 AD, and for the site that Sinclair founded upon his supposed arrival. The problem with the theory of Sinclair reaching Canada is that he did not bring anything back in terms of a historical record of his findings. There is no documentation of his voyage from that era, and the physical evidence is all based on speculation. A symposium was held in Scotland in 1997 that looked to see if there was truth to the legend, and it found there was circumstantial evidence, but no definite proof. Also in 1997, George McMullen, a psychic, visited New Ross and said he sensed what had been there. He wrote that the New Ross building in which Henry Sinclair lived was 28 feet wide and 30 feet deep. It had walls of stone, two feet thick and seven feet high, while the upper floor was wood. So did Sinclair make the journey to Canada? Likely not. But who really knows? Writer William Thompson put it best in his book, The New History of Orkney, when he said, It has been Earl Henry's singular fate to enjoy an ever-expanding, posthumous reputation, which has very little to do with anything he achieved in his lifetime. Of course, historian Brother Cuthbertson said, there is no evidence whatsoever in documents or tradition that Henry Sinclair ever sailed west of Ulster. I hope you enjoyed that episode and our look at Henry Sinclair. Information for this article comes from the Edmonton Journal, the Sun-Times, Wikipedia, and the Kings County News.
If this is your first time listening and you like what you heard, please take a moment and give us a five-star review to help other people find these amazing stories. And there are so many you can sink your teeth into. We also love hearing from you, so if you have a show topic you want me to cover, email me at craig at canadaehx.com or stop by my website and social media. I'll include all of those links in the show notes.